Are you guys live yet? No, we're about to. I just hit record, but we're not I just actually. want to interrupt you for a second. Plug myself. Well. Is this my mic? Are we here? Yeah. All right, cool. I'm not recording. Yeah. You can. It's recording. It's it's recording right now. I haven't started the official time. Yes. Maybe. Hey, it's me, Joe. Uh, All your guys' favorite guests are Lamy and Five, and they won't let me back on the show. So uh, send them a message or something. Banned. Or we'll just fucking. I miss you guys. Hey, Rusty, start rolling the intro song somewhere in the middle of that. Light me at five. We're talking about a whole new philosophy. I just don't want to answer to anybody anymore. So what you guys are telling me is that you're trying to decide if you want to be homeless or not. Light me at five. Like, where's the line? We're we're figuring this out. (laughs) (laughs) This. <laughs> oh no, Devin's Devin, you're not allowed on the podcast. On, the hey, did somebody buy me a beer for this show? I've tried to get a beer out of it. I've tried getting you to be a guest on this. Did someone buy me a beer though? This is gonna be like a shit show trying to do this. Somebody, yeah. Yeah. You don't get a mic. Do you need more headphones, Dean? Yeah, I can't hear anything. Is that for me? How's that? There we go. Yeah, I can't tell if I was talking to the mic or not. All right. How's that sound? Can you hear yourself and everything, JV? Yeah, I can hear. Yep, we're good. All right, cool. Thanks for joining us at Light Me at Five. Uh, we got a special guest today with us. Uh, we're doing a little road pod segment right after a show under an awning with Christmas lights lit up. I'm not sure if we're getting married or uh, telling jokes, but uh, we got JP McAllister with us. JP? I'm here. I'm ready to get married to Dean if you want. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. We just did this show outside, which is uh, 125% better experience than the last outdoor show me and Dean did on Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. Although out- outdoor shows in general are um, generally rough shows. Comedy's just not the uh, the venue for outdoor. You know, we yeah. went to fully loaded, even at the at the at the pro level, the fully loaded festival. It was still it was. It's never a good idea. You couldn't get a lot of their bits in. The crowd was chatty behind you, you know. The last thing you want during a stand-up show is variables. You just don't want a lot of extra stuff coming in, and that's what outdoor shows kind of give you. you it's know? some, some it, I don't know. I feel like if you're more of a wacky type of person, you can like you kind of almost have to be like a sports mascot type yeah. of energy, and then you could probably do very well in those How's crowds. How's he sounding? I'm not picking him up on my headphones at all. Let's see here. I think that's a you thing. I can hear myself. Yeah, I can hear him. You can hear him? Okay. Um, but you, you probably should hear me at some point if we're going to have a conversation. I, I can hear you like outside the headphones. We're saying I can't hear you right. through there. So I want to make sure you were getting picked up. Yeah. He's, yeah. Okay. We got everything on here. All right, JP. You, let me ask you this. Uh, uh, JP is the only one uh, in the uh, group of comics and uh, a few actors that I know that uh, has been on Netflix. 
So that can add you some credibility. What's your ultimate goal, man? Like, where do you want to see this whole thing land? Because I've always known you as a comic. Right. Like, we, I've always, I've just, I just, I want to say you were coming over here uh, in 2020, getting some stage time, spreading yeah. COVID and shit. When the pandemic was going on, I, I was living in Chicago and I just kind of, yeah. Yeah, I, Chicago was shut down. They weren't allowing uh, anything. In Indiana was uh, we were we were doing some outdoor stuff. Right, I saw it on social media, and I was like, I'm gonna go ahead and hit the road and come down there, even if it's just to get a little stage time, you know, just just keep going. Yeah, I had the itch. I don't know about you guys, but like when oh, yeah. it was shut down, I didn't realize how much I loved comedy until I could not do it. Yeah, until it's taken away. Yeah, and I was like, man, I I have well, to get on stage. That's where. Uh, wow, I got a nice mic cable here. It's my own equipment. I can't really bitch too much. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's where like. The pandemic, a lot of comics, they'll still bring it up, like, oh, you know, plus losing all that time, and I didn't lose very much time at all. Cause no, we kept... We, we took, well, it was like, you know, the world shut down, three, four weeks went by, and the DIY guys were like, hey, we're going to do an illegal show on top of a parking garage and live stream it if you're down. Yeah. And we were like, yeah. So we started doing that, and some guy watching that show was like, I have a parking lot if you guys want to do shows in our park. So, like... Yeah. We were able to, we, we ended up twice a month able to get on, like, actually do, you know, 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, they, was, they were like, yeah, and we actually got, like, you know. We had a, an empty 10, parking lot, and people would just sit in their cars and watch it. So, like. The had a real tailgating atmosphere. The, the pandemic yeah. was, like, a lot of development time for a lot of us here because we were able to do that outdoor stuff where other people, I mean, they were literally. If yeah, you wanted to do comedy, you were on Zoom, and that was it. Yeah, and I wasn't doing the Zoom. No, so I, was, yeah. I don't know about you, but I, I, I want to be on stage. I can't do a Zoom, and the Zoom serves no purpose at all. Um, I have a hard time being on podcasts that's online like a Zoom. Yeah. It's, it's just it's such a weird, disconnect there. Yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, I didn't do any of the Zoom. I actually, it was kind of nice to take the break for me, you know, yeah. because it allowed me to like, I don't know about you, but as a comic, like I obsess about it. Oh, dude, and there's it was nice to be able to step yeah. back and be like, the reason I'm not doing comedy right now is simply is, is, because I can't. Because you can't. Yep. Right, right, right. And right. it like kind of reset. It reset yeah. me a little I'll bit. Miss a, I'll miss a mic or two, and then uh, uh, I'll start getting the edge. Like, like, yeah. Sometimes you, know, you have to. Sometimes you I have to be it. like, yeah. I, I'm not doing comedy this fucking week. I'm just not doing it. Yeah. Just have to sit it out. Yeah. The, and here's the thing. And, it, and to be honest, with the uh, with the increased uh, uh, gas prices and shit, I've cut out a lot of mics. And a lot of the mics are where I'm writing new stuff. Because if you're just going to paid gigs, you're not trying new shit out of paid gigs. And then you're not, you're not developing anything. And that's the real problem there for me. So I'm not me, writing. If I'm not on mics, I'm not writing. It depends on the gig for me. Right. If I'm trying new stuff. If it's like a nice sold out packed room, you're only getting the stuff I know that works every every time. Right. But if it's like like tonight, I tried I tried did some new stuff. I tried like my the whole first part of my set was like new stuff. Yeah. Um I've had it work at one open mic before. Which typically that's not enough for me to try but like a chill crowd, everyone was having a good time, so I'll throw some new stuff at them. But, like, if we were in a 200-person room right yeah. now, no, you're only getting A material. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not yeah. Yeah, I feel like you guys are probably like me at the point. You've been doing this long enough where you kind of know what kind of works. So then you can, like, oh, this is just a showcase. I'll do this there, whatever. You don't yeah. really have to go to an open mic oh, at this yeah. point. You can, you kind of, you can 
know where you're at kind of before you even I yeah I I, I, I have to I don't still cuz like, like to, I want to throw it out there. It's, I'm I'm to the point though to where like if I'm saying something in an open mic it's been kicked around in my head for probably three or four Yeah, weeks. exactly. It's You know what I mean? Yep. Like, I've already thought it's 70% done if I'm doing it in an open mic. And I'm just looking for the cor- what corrective path to take at this point. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know? And what and what I got to trim. Because that's for me. I always It always starts long for me. Yeah. And then I throw it up there, and I realize I've got a lot of wasted words. So then it's, it's chop, 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 chop. You know, but on, we, you know, it goes against instinct because we're trying to fill time. We're trying to, we're trying to get more. Right. We're trying to acquire more shit. And the last thing we want to do is start chopping and words. Chop it, right? <laughs> and I, there's several bits I done tonight that I dug out that I haven't done forever that were normally five minute bits, and I made them into like a minute and a half. And uh, they're a lot sharper when you do that. You know, it's pop, 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 but you're giving up a lot of time. So, uh, yeah, that's I mean, the dance. Right there. It is. It's always the dance. Yeah. So what's your ultimate goal for you? Like, what are you seeing? Honestly, I want to I do stand-up and acting at the same time. And as it builds up, I would like to be at the point where I'm not even known as an actor or a comedian. I just want to be... An entertainer. An entertainer. Yeah. To the point where it doesn't have to be about either one. I just want to, like, I want to use my story to help people, whether it's through television or film or on stage. I mean, that's the goal. Now, did you grow up in Chicago? I grew up in Elkhart. In Elkhart? In the Elkhart area, right. Okay. And I moved to Chicago roughly 15 years ago. Um, Which, and, like, we don't we don't have to go through your whole backstory, but you got a, you have a very interesting story. Um, I don't know any story, like, any time you've been working on a bit or telling one of your jokes that's based on your life that I'm just not, like, hung on everywhere, like, oh, shit, what the fuck happens next? Yeah. So, uh, Definitely, I'm sure you have stuff about your life posted everywhere. What um, we're saying is, if check if him, JP, check him out. You guys need to need to need to do some research because this dude's got a really interesting story. Yeah, and, and if 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 he had been a serial killer instead with the same background, you'd have been like, I get it. Yeah, and I'd have been good. I've <laughs> <laughs> been really good at it. <laughs> are we being honest on this, or are we just whatever? I mean, I've been pretty. I've been pretty good. <laughs> oh yeah. So um that's how you that's how you do it right there folks. You just <laughs> Cuz there's you know. All right, go ahead. No, so uh um Yeah, I don't know. I couldn't I don't think I don't know. I don't think I have a, any kind of talent to act. I feel like I'm I'd be too way too aware the camera was there. Well, that's the problem. Like once you get over that, you're just yourself. That's what I had to learn. It's so, not acting. You just be yourself. See, that's. I feel like if I was going to act, I can. You can get me. <laughs> that's no, about, I was going to say. I think range. you would be fine. Yeah, I think just, so. Just as long as you're going to cast you. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I <laughs> yeah. could play. A, I could play myself, and that's about. Like, but that's the thing. The people see. That's what threw me off in the beginning. Because if you look, I don't know if you ever seen any of my footage, but like earlier on, my acting was. Horrible. I saw you rudely throwing a drink on the ground. On Shameless. On Shameless. Yeah, okay. So I've actually acted. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that, if you look at my progression, you'll see the difference as you learn that it's not about, like, acting the word throws you off because you think you have to act like something or someone, and you're not. You're just being yourself under whatever circumstances that they give you in right. the script. And once you learn that, then you don't, you're just yourself. So... If you're playing, say, somebody who's scared, 
how would you genuinely be if you were scared and you perform that and either the the casting director will casting director will like that or they won't right but you, once you start trying to change it and become somebody like something yeah, else that's nah, when that's you that's what everyone always tries when they're trying to be a porn they always right. trying to become exactly something right else. okay so you no, understand. I feel like I just climbed to the top of a Tibetan temple and some motherfucker just gave me a little word of wisdom. I never even thought of that. That's what it is, though. It, it, you don't act. That's where the whole thing gets, like the name itself throws you off. Yeah, because they generally cast, once you're liked, they they cast you. Yeah. It's not like Tom Cruise plays a much different guy in every movie. Yeah. He plays Tom Cruise. Yeah, and that's but that's been kind of my my experience on a much smaller, <laughs> a much much smaller scale. Oh, you but people see oh, me. Oh, you there. don't know Tom Cruise? I mean, I, I know the guy. I've heard of him, yeah, but like I, I wouldn't hang out with him. I'm not. I would never hang out with the guy. Oh, you're not religious. <laughs> if they call me a su- suppressive person or whatever, whatever Scientology. Yes, yes, yep, it's it. You're a suppressive. Individual. Is that the key to become famous, though? It, I mean, I've it's worked him. for so many people. Right, that's what I'm saying. So is that? I don't know if it's the cat's out of the bag now, though. It's I don't know. Being Scientology seems a lot like heroin. Like it either works for you for a long time, exactly or right. it doesn't. Over really quick, it takes you over. Yep. It seems like an either or. It's like just gamble. <laughs> I don't think it's worth it. Fuck it. Oh no. No, because no, even the a oh, second. Are we allowed to swear? Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah we're even fine. even the successful Scientologists that you know of are still batshit crazy. That's true, but oh, I think yeah. all religious yeah. people. Oh yeah, yeah. are bad shit crazy. Oh, but yeah. a, but a cult in particular, well, they're all a cult. It's all a cult. Uh, I mean, it's, these, some of them are particularly more sure, cultish yeah, than others. <laughs> Dude, speaking of, uh, we're you. One of the biggest talking points these days is how uh, politics is a cult. You know, and we did we did a show uh, at this campground, <laughs> and there was a kid. <laughs> Wearing a Reagan Bush sweatshirt. And I was like, how old are you? He's like, 17. I'm like, well, there might be something to this cult shit. (laughs) There's no way this kid should know who the fuck Reagan or Bush is. He's like, that was like 40 years ago. Either way, he was definitely. uh, (laughs) That's what the 17 year old is. One of the the best presidents ever. Yeah. You guys are going to play basketball, and he's like, let me tell you about trickle down economics. (laughs) Who the fuck are you, man? <laughs> so, yeah. But, yeah. Anyways, religious cults. But. Thank you. I don't know. Yeah, I, I wouldn't like do I Scientology. Could... No, no. You have to sign, shit's... like, a billion-year contract. Well, yeah, I know. I feel like at this point. <laughs> Joe would... Tid signed, like, a billion-dollar contract to adopt a cat. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but that's. That's Joe. No one was going to hold him to anything legal. Because his old lady's a lawyer. Yeah. That's true. That now is. he's got protection. Yeah. I need that in my life, probably. Yeah. That's right. Any uh, single lawyers out there, give uh, JP and me a call. We won't. Uh, it's not for legal advice. Well, we do kind of want to see a background. I want to make sure you're a good lawyer. Legit. Yeah. I need a good one. Yeah. Really, I need a, a child support. Not a, not a prosecutor, <laughs> though. Not no, no, I, I would love a prosecutor because here's how it works. The, those are the ones that can get shit done. You know what I mean? Because they're hanging out with the judge. And the prosecutor can still be your attorney. They're still a, an attorney, so they can still represent you. 
in a different area. So if I could find somebody in a different state, right, or in a different county, they could still represent me, right? Jesus, do you have like a know. words of wisdom podcast you're doing yet? I don't have any podcast. Sit down with uh, JP and pick up little nuggets of wisdom you never I'm thought I'm what they call a learn. jailhouse attorney. <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot of legal shit just because I've had to, you know. But you probably shouldn't listen to any of it. <laughs> yeah, I I just kept diverting shit every time I got arrested. I got arrested four times in uh, three months, but in four different counties. There's, it's like two down by the college, and there was two up by my house, yeah. and I got popped at all four of them. <laughs> and I was able to divert, 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 delay, go to some classes here, yeah. and I was able. But had they all been in the same county, I oh like, yeah, fuck. Because then you could play the whole like, no, Your Honor, I actually am facing some serious stuff over here. You don't have to punish me. Like they're <laughs> gonna take care of it, and then the judge is like, well, we'll let whatever St. Joe County handle it, and then St. Joe County just. <laughs> I never thought about That's pulling some shit. It like works. That. No, I've it seen does. guys I, do that. It I absolutely got, works. It, I got off on a thing like that. I was uh I got arrested. I pled guilty to a felony, class B. I pled guilty. My sentence was four years suspended to two years of probation. So like got fucking lucky on the shit. One year into my probation I got arrested and charged for another felony. So, according to the rules, I go now to prison to serve out the rest of my sentence. But it happened in, like, two different counties. So, I was cool, like, I was cool with my probation officer. Like, the day I started probation, I paid off all my fines and everything. Like, day one. Here's all the money for the two fucking years I'm going to be here. You don't have to worry about financials from me. All my court costs were paid. So this dude was basically like, whatever, dude. Right. Pa- pass the piss test every now and then. We're good. So that I, is asking a lot, sir. So I just paid you up front. So I, we like I called him as soon as I got arrested. And I'm like, yeah, dude, I got arrested. Yada yada. He's like, all right, you know, well, you're gonna get violated, and uh, you know, I'm gonna suggest some cow weekends, and. <laughs> Yada yada. I'm like, all right, cool. Which is just it's weekend jail. You show up it's Saturday at six AM and then you leave at like two thirty like, PM. Did you not get the five hundred extra I put on you know top I mean? of the fine you, money? You do that every Saturday and Sunday. You show up at six, leave at like two, three in the afternoon. I feel like this is called work. And then so it, it, that's what it's slave labor, is what they're doing. And so that was what my probation officer worked out with my lawyer that cow weekends would be my sentence from a violation. He also worked out with the new charge that I would do six months house arrest on the new felony. And so, like, that was all this was worked out, and I got sentenced to my probation violation before I showed up to get sentenced for my new charge. And that judge was like, What the fuck? Why is this a house arrest? She's like, She was pissed. She's like, No, 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 no. You're, you need to go to prison for the remainder of your sentence. And then starts looking at everything, realizes that the other judge who, I violated, pro- like, that district right. was the probation. Went ahead with my approved shit. She was pissed. She's like, if this wouldn't fuck up everything that's already been worked up, I wouldn't sign this deal. So I was able to just get six months house arrest and, like, eight weeks of weekend jail. I've been okay. like, I can't so, attend dude, the no, weekend jail, when I started, sir. I'm on house arrest. <laughs> when I started when I started my <laughs> house much. arrest, yeah. my house arrest dude told me, he's like, well, it's for six months. This counts. This is, like, you're part of corrections. So after half your time, write the judge, and you can probably 
get off Modify because of time served. Yeah. It's really halftime because you are part of community corrections. He's like, if you do everything right, I'll write you a letter and everything. <laughs> so three months comes, and he's like, yeah, dude, I'll write you a letter. So I write to the judge, and I get a letter back that says, denied, do not inquire about this case again. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I guess I'll take that. I'll just write this out for another three months. And So I had uh, I had... Uh, I'd done the diversion, and then one of the counties ended up dropping the case because the officer involved got into a car accident, so he didn't show up to court, so they dropped it. Uh, Sorry about that ding in your truck. My (laughs) uncle went dead. Um, (laughs) It's a a joke about me running over a cop. (laughs) It wasn't me. But anyway, so I I so I'd gotten arrested four times in three months. Uh, one of those was on campus, and I was uh, asked to leave uh, the university. So I was like, I got to do some shit. So that's when I was like, I'm I'm going to join the navy. So I went into the navy. I'm all good. And then in boot camp, they they like or first day, they pull this uh, uh, prison scare tactic shit. How if um, if you lied about anything on your entrance, the FBI. We'll find out. Yeah. And it's just bop, 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 bop. Now you fucked with, uh, you know, military forgery, blah, 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 and you're going to serve all this time. So if there's anything you need to tell us. And I was like, dude, I told my fucking, my guy about this shit. I don't know if he told you guys. You know right. what I'm saying? That's on him. <laughs> I jumped all over that shit. I, I, we need to talk. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. I tried to get into the military, to be honest with you. Yeah? Yeah, they weren't going. I know. Dude, there was a time there where all like they had it was your options were like go to jail or go to the military. That, yeah, that was, was back way back. And, like and then it became 70, like, yeah. no, 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 you can't be convicted of a crime and join the military. Yeah. Well, well it turned it turned into people running like drones off their wristband. Yeah. And, right. And it's it, a whole different game. It's a now. totally different ball yeah. game than Vietnam. You don't need like, you don't need human shields anymore right. as yeah. much as you did. Yeah. Back and in the beginning of, of like 2003, 2004, when they first went to Iraq, they kind of lowered the standards. Yeah, they were yeah. kind of for just a little bit, and I was like, maybe I can sneak in. And uh, they like were waving tattoos and doing all kind of stuff to get people in. And I got all the way through like to the maps, and they were like, uh, they wouldn't wave a murder. Yeah, they're like, no, we're not. <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? Like, get the fuck out. Of here. Get out of here. And I'm like, wait. I mean, it's like you know, you can you you're gonna pay me to carry a gun and shoot That's people. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm already. already I have way more experience. experience. Than these guys. I've already. I've already. I will proven. be the best soldier you ever had in your life. You know, and they they weren't going. Uh, I know. I told the judge he jumped in front of it, but you know what I mean. You know, people die. Every it's day. war. It's war, guys. It's war. It's war. It's war as hell. So they're not trying to win, is what I was saying, which is why we ended up being there for and 20 then, years or whatever. Is because they went right let, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, they wouldn't let guys like me in there. It would have handled the job. There you go. But I love we, veterans. We've been so. out earlier. Yeah. Dean's a veteran. He got cheap applause this weekend. We did. Oh, uh, I did too. Did we did we did this uh, independent? He did that on show. purpose. Oh yeah, in front the, of the, a the, the, the very very proud American crowd. Nice. And everyone's watching in golf carts and shit. And uh, so when Joe. It was like a sea of golf Where cart. was this at? Is it, it, it was, was at a private it campground. Was a, some nice. private show. campground like in northwestern Indiana somewhere. And uh, the host brings Dean up and is like, this next comic is a veteran of the United <laughs> States Navy. <laughs> and all you right. hear is golf horn horns. Just yeah. America. Yeah. yeah. Dude, the place went nuts. Yeah. 
This is the best fucking applause dude, I've ever got. As soon I, I looked at Jeff, I was like, "What the fuck is that cheap shit, dude? <laughs> the fuck?" It was it was it was going rough to that point. It was. <laughs> <laughs> they needed to, even yeah. That's you tried honestly, to fist fight a cop right I, before I, that. He's so. a, he was a retired cop, <laughs> and fuck that guy. <laughs> he was an asshole. Uh, that's what it was. Is Jason was gonna fist fight a cop, and then they were like, "Well, let's bring this back. It's for you, <laughs> dude." I ended my set with, "I don't care how much time I have left. I'm fucking done with this." <laughs> 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 we're, we're, yeah, we've all had those. Oh, it was so rough, dude. Ugh. I did a, uh, I did a. I don't know if you were at that show. Uh, I did a, a show at a swingers bar on New Year's. I think I've been to that bar. I've done you a show have, there. You have. You just. I don't know if you were at that show. <laughs> Knowing full well this was going to be a, just a shit show. You know. It was a paid gig. Yeah. It's one of those things. Yeah, get a check. And I didn't have shit I was doing on New Year's anyway. So um, you go to that thing and it's just... Well, it's, New Year's gigs are notoriously shit. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Especially a No bar. one wants to see comedy. Everyone's People drinking. People are swapping partners, man. <laughs> but what ended up happening was, you, you know, just like any time you're at a shit show like that, is that you end up talking to that, that one couple back there that's listening... This bartender over here is right. enjoying it. And that place, always they had like two or three regulars that were at every show, and they fucking loved it. Yeah, they but came. It was, it was just a, funny. Yeah, it was but it's worth it for them. Very you peppered can... crowd of people. And it, the setup was weird because it was an old Applebee's. <laughs> you know, Applebee's yeah. have that center bar area. Mm-hmm. You would perform around. on the outside of that to the people in the center of the bar. Yeah, I've done shows so it was like a very that. weird setup. But it was... They had a clientele that dug it, just not a big enough clientele to keep it going. Well, you know what I mean, the, I got the host though didn't help. Yeah, that was the very weird. They were like, um, they were very vaudevillian. These two hosts they had, they would do like little sketches in between comics as they introduced the next comic. Like, uh, Ed, we won't keep you, but a few more minutes, man. Uh, oh, we're good. We're good. She's going to the bathroom. The um, yeah, it was it was a uh, 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 Abbott Costello act, yes, but with lacking that. the clever written jokes, add poor costumes <laughs> that very, you could just put weird. on real quick, like yeah. a, a silly hat and a wig or some shit, and just do some stuff, and then yeah, and then do a, a who's on first, but it's not not good, um. So they would do this between every, so they would just, comic would work your ass off, start the momentum going, because we did a couple of these shows, uh, start the momentum going, and then, then then that would happen, and just train wreck everything, and then you'd have to start fresh for the next comic. So that, that's like, like the worst show you ever had? Like a- um, I don't know, dude, as far as like... That, the, the, Sun, the, Sunday might have been in the worst show I think I ever remember. As far as like, I've never just said "go fuck yourself." I'm done with this at a show before. <laughs> but I've had worse performances. That what like what got me? My my thing is when when I get a heckler. Because you didn't have a bad performance. I'm, no, though. I was doing fine with the crowd. There's one guy. I'm fine with the heckler. I'll go back and forth with you. But when you start talking shit. I turn into right. the guy at the bar who's about to, like... Yeah, the microphone's you know no I mean? longer a factor right. in no, this dude. equation. If you want to talk shit, we're going to fight. Right, like yeah. That, in my head, that's where I go to. I don't know how to fucking, like... I'm the same way. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, 
that's so I was as far as like me, I basically lost my fucking cool and had to get off stage before. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, but I've had worse performances on stage to where like just not dude. Yeah. I did a whole set to nothing. No one laughed at any one of my fucking jokes. That was the most brutal thing I've ever. That was not Sunday though. That's no, not no. What we that were was that about. was like that was a guest spot I did. One of my um, first guest spots I ever did at the drop. The 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 weed festival we did was one of the worst. That was I did thirty minutes to a, a to a field, field like this. <laughs> There's people off to the sides in tents. No one was. I'd so like, it was a weed festival. You could only buy weed under these tents over here, and, and then you, you could, could only smoke, it smoke weed in these tents over, over here. Over oh. here. So, so so everyone's just fucking smoking weed in tents. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're talking to grass and a beach ball. And they're so around. far away. They're like forty yards away. Yeah, but they're just talking amongst themselves. No one's even paying attention to you. You got like a security guard over here and a fucking vendor over here that's watching. It's the same kind of deal. You're just talking to those two people. We, I did thirty minutes in front of. So that is that better field. though than doing? That's that can't be worse than doing thirty minutes in front of like a crowd that hates you or doesn't. Because I'm, at least there, the, no one's I'm, heckling you. You're just running your material, right? No, that's essentially what it was. Is just fuck it. I'm just gonna. My, the yeah. hardest part is trying to keep pace to know like how right, much because yeah. like without but you're any in front reaction, of the mirror now, like you're yeah, just like, pretty much yeah, yeah. Um, but that was the hardest part. Was like I hope I can make what I have written down for this stretch this fucking long because without any crowd interaction, this might be yeah. six or seven minutes shorter. Yeah, and it's and it's uh, right, exactly, and it's and it's it's typical someone setting up the venues who's just not familiar with shows. Like we, they had us up on stage where the Dude, bands. It was were. the biggest yeah. stage I'd ever so, been. Yeah, on. We, like, those we were, are some of the worst. Like when yeah, you get on you're one like of those, forty and then, feet up, yeah. it feels like in a hundred yards yeah, away. I've done those. All they needed to do though was to set up a mic close to the smoke tent. Right. And we could have entertained and them bands, over there. And they would have been high, and they would have had up a on the great bands time. Were setting yeah. up. We could be right here. They would have had a great fucking, time. We, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Sit there bullshitting with them, and and uh, 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 it would have been it would have been fine. It's just someone who doesn't set up shows, you know, essentially setting up well, that's a show. Devin, Devin and some other comics we know just did another weed fest this past weekend. He yeah. was telling me that it was a total. It was horrible. And one of the like weed company booths, they had a microphone in PA, and they were like heckling Jenny while she was telling jokes on stage from across the fucking uh, yard. I'm like, yeah, dude, those outdoor festival shows like that. I'd almost go down there and beat the shit but out of somebody afterwards. There's, there's something in there though. Like you, there's got to be a lesson that you can learn that you could take. I I feel like I always here's the thing, when dude. I run this, this show, show we did Sunday. Okay, <laughs> all right. This show we did Sunday aged like, me as a comic, it, dude. It was, it was some good old Southern type people, and it was the most blatant display of racism I have seen in a long time. Again but, and but, again, but and it again. wasn't. It was in that not a malicious way, in a very Ignorant way. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you know, you know all these comics we went there with who did the show, me and Dean and uh, Coffee. So they were Coffee Black, to- Alan Ford, Brandon King. Okay. So the first thing, when we get there, we're walking around the pond, and the owner of the place grabs the microphone, PA's on, and he goes, hey, uh, hey, black guys, around the pond, uh, I know you can't swim, so don't fall in. We don't need any accidents here. Within five minutes of us getting, that was the tone that was set. 
And that first word stayed to it. the entire fucking night. Okay. I don't remember which one of those guys was on stage, but at some point, someone brought a watermelon and put it on the stage. So it was essentially a bunch of guys that thought they were funny. Right. Now, and mind you, everyone was super fucking kind. At the kind same time, they're bringing loving up food. And well, yeah, but see, that, that, I mean, but it was almost like a dance for me, motherfucker type scenario. Is but what see, it that's, felt like. That's the difference. I mean, not to go left, but that that is like. No, that, what it, what it, that's what I said. I was like, it kind of throws a wrench in the whole awokeism, right? Because these were the nicest fucking people ever. They just right. There, there was no there ill was intent. No you could tell they were just like, "This is how we're funny." Right. They're tr- yeah. It was like it was like a village stuck in 1985 with all those stereotypes, and they're like, "We're gonna show you, man, that we're gonna make fun of it too," but it's done ignorantly. So it's definitely we're we're not gonna keep it much longer here. We're all getting eaten alive out here. Yeah. Um, JP, we'll definitely have to have you back though when we got some time in studio. No, I'm not done. We can we can keep going. We're good. If, well, I'm getting eaten alive. Um, well, I want I wanted I want to tell you this the story about the worst comedy oh, the worst show, show ever you done. ever can went I tell to. You this? Yeah, let's yeah, fucking yeah. hear it. Okay, so I had this guy reach. Okay, I had a friend of mine came to. He comes to my comedy shows randomly, right? Right. It's a friend from back in the day. So. If you guys have heard my story, you know, like back in the day, I don't really mess with too much, right? But he's a he's a, one of the good ones from back in the day, and he'll show up at my comedy shows every once in a while without telling me. He'll just pop up, and so one day he's like, "Hey, man, you're, like you're really good, and I know a guy that does comedy would be interested in doing a show with this guy." And I was like, "Sure, set it up, right?" So I think there's going to be like an introduction to the person and all this, whatever. Right. And I get a text like, "Hey, be be at this place at this time." The guy had booked you, right? I'm like, okay, cool. So I drive out to the west side of Chicago. I'm living on the south side. And I drive out to the west side of Chicago, and I get there. I don't know anything except for the name of the guy, and I won't say his name because he's still a comic. And he's like, and I and I walk up and introduce myself, and I'm like, hey, I'm supposed to be here for a show. And he's like, okay, uh, cool. I'm glad you're here. We're going to take off in a minute, you know, just go on this bus over here and it was a party bus you guys know what a party bus <laughs> yep. is oh yeah they drive around chicago you see him like windy city party bus whatever in chicago yep. and they're driving around it's a big long bus and so i'm like okay cool so i go up there and outside everybody is smoking blunts or whatever right everyone's getting high before before they get on the bus and i get on there and i'm the only white dude right and it's a bunch of black black people from chicago on the west side and I live on it like it's just not my scene. Yeah, it's not. Right. I don't know the West Side like that. I don't know anybody. I don't know anybody on the which, West Side. Which a lot of people will talk shit about the South Side of Chicago, but the West Side you need to watch out too. Well, right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, it, there's definitely like a, a, a different. Like there's a there's. I wouldn't say it's like. A, I don't know. It's West Side doesn't like South Side and vice yeah. versa. Is how it goes. But I'm like I'm not I'm I'm white, so I'm like okay. I I got a pass probably. No one's really gonna ask me where i live or anything like that i'm I'm cool i'm just gonna sit back first question yeah no no so i sit down and i just i'm like i'm gonna sit in the back right and i got my little flask because they're charging like 20 dollars for like a glass of hennessy or like just ridiculous prices and i'm like i got my little flask of drink i'm just gonna sit in the back and we take off and i'm thinking we're gonna start a comedy show but we don't we drive around the city for an hour listen to music (laughs) right like all over chicago people are drinking right you're just this creepy yeah, just, white dude. Yeah, the back, I'm sitting the in the back. Who like, brought the what cop? am I? Yeah, I'm like, what am I doing here, right? And I keep asking, like, hey man, are we gonna start? He's like, yeah, man, we're just getting people in the right vibe first, you know. 
And I'm like, okay, cool. So next thing we know, like the two, the, the windows are tinted, right? And the music's going, the drinks are flowing, people are smoking, every like people are like, like some people are dancing, some people are like fingering each other. <laughs> you know, like it's just, it's a, oh, yeah. it's a real party in there, right? And it's great. And I'm like, this is a great vibe if you got somebody, right? Because it was, it was great. And then I look at It's out. not really a good comedy vibe. No, right? that's the point I'm trying to make. So then, next thing you know, the guy, the bus driver pulls over and he's like, all right, guys, if anybody wants to step out and smoke a cigarette, take a piss, you know, whatever. And we're on like, on deep on the south side, in my neck of the woods, right? We're on like 79th and King Drive. We're like in the heart of the south side with a bunch of people from the west side. And this is where the, the driver decides to, to pull over. <laughs> and... Like everyone's like, man, we're not getting out here. What you know? What, what are we doing here? You know? So they're mad at the driver. And somebody now, walks by. Hey, JP. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm. I step out. I'm like, this is my neighborhood. Like I'm. You know what I mean? I'm good. We're, we're good. So, but they're they're mad, right? And they're mad at the. That's at why the they home. brought you. They brought you so they can piss <laughs> the, on the south side. You know what I mean? And they're like, but man, we're we're like, they're like, why are we here? And they're mad at the host. And they're mad at the driver and all this stuff, right? And so we get back on the bus, and then they play the music again, and they're like. 10 minutes later, as everyone's just calming down, they're like, are you ready to start a show? <laughs> you know I mean? like, I'm in the back like, no, this is the worst, right? Uh, you remember that asshole from you know the I mean? south side? You know what I mean? So then the host gets up, right? And he, he goes up to start the show, and they're not booing him because it's not that type of vibe, but they're like, shut up. We're cool. We don't care about a comedy show. We're drunk. We're high. We got our chick right. next to us. Shut up. They're literally heckling him to the point where he's ready to fight. And they're literally like, man, sit your goofy ass down. We don't want to hear this shit. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the guy that hosted and produced the show, right? So I'm like, damn, what am I going to do, right? <laughs> and then he's like, oh, okay, well, if y'all don't want to hear Yes, they're like, if y'all don't want to hear me. Look, I'm trying to do you something to bring people bitch. together, so I brought this white dude over here. <laughs> like, stop the bus yes, right now. Exactly. Stop like, while we're still on the south side. You know what I mean? I'm like, damn. <laughs> and I'm like, what am I going to do? And they're like, uh, it, it was like, you know, your first comedian coming to the stage, you know, JP, and they're just like, dead silence. <laughs> now, you see how I look, right? I haven't said a word the whole time. I don't have nothing to say. I'm sitting in the back. I'm 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 hitting my drink out of my flask. I'm not buying it. I'm just doing my own thing. And everyone's just dead silent. You know what I mean? And yeah. I'm like, damn, what am I going to say? You know? So I go up. The first thing I say is, is something about the fact that, I don't remember exactly what I said, but I said something about the fact that it's funny that I'm the only white dude on the bus, but I'm also the only dude that's not afraid to get off on 79th and King Drive. Like, I'm the only, I'm the only person on this bus that's cool where we just got off at, right? So I fight through, I fight through, and I get some laughs. I get some laughs, right? But then it, it kind of dies, right? And I, I stop in the middle of the set. I'm at the front of the bus, and the bus is going down the expressway, shaking, because the driver at this point is like, I'm going to get back to the west side. We're done. <laughs> And I just walk to the back. It's complete silence. I grab my flask. I throw it like in front of everybody. I just toss it back like, <laughs> a couple shots, you know, out of my flask. And then I look around. I'm like, all right, well, who's been to jail? <laughs> <laughs> and I and I. And, How long do you have to do? How much? I have no idea. Oh, there was just, never a discussion. Just, you're just trying not to have some. I'm just shit trying not to have, to point. fight anybody. I'm trying not to get kicked off the bus. I'm not like. How does the, see? That's I don't understand the tone deafness. I'm con. This is this conversation that we always end up having. I'm always constantly shocked at this shit, 
And Jason's like, I have no expectations for humanity. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, he's like, I expect this shit all the time. But the, I, I was proud of myself. It was one of the worst shows, but it was also one of the most. It was That's why I asked you earlier, like, wh- there has to be some, some yeah, lesson. No, I would agree. I would agree. I learned, you gained something. I gained a ton from that. And after it was all said and done, I got, like, a few laughs, right? I right. sit down, and this is this is when I was like, okay, I'm cool, right? I sit down, I sip my drink, and this dude and this chick are basically having sex right in front of me across <laughs> from the bike. Right? And the chick looks over like, <laughs> I'm not saying there was a dick in her mouth, but that's where she was going. And she looks over me and she goes, he was the funniest motherfucker in here. <laughs> and I was like... Okay, cool. I got you know what I mean, and then I just I mean, like, sat you there. Know what? I take that as such a compliment. You know what I mean? For her to stop what she was doing and then exactly. look over like, you and the dude was sitting next to him, and he's about to get what he wanted, right? And he looks at me, and he just nods, head like, "Yup." <laughs> like they both in that moment looked like you're a funny motherfucker. I was like, "Hey, I'll take it. I'll I, take it." I don't think there's any question you gained something out of it, right? Because you know I mean? after you after you survive some shit like we survived Sunday. Uh, Going up on stage in front of 400 people isn't really that big of a deal. Well, that's no. that my worst bomb that I was talking about where I got no laughs. Um, I panicked. Like, I went through my set. Pan- like, as soon as I was done, put the mic in stand, and I bolted out of the showroom and went to the bar. And I left my drink yeah. and my phone, like, everything on the yeah, stool. Yeah, I've done that, yeah. And the host came out with my shit and, like, says it down and is just, like, laughing and walks away. And there was two shows that night. <laughs> and so I'm literally just sitting out at this bar, like, well, I'm just going to fucking go home. I mean, there's other comics here. Someone else can do this fucking second show. And that's there's a lesson to be learned. I stayed for the second show. I killed it. I did the exact same fucking yeah. set. And everything went exactly how it was supposed to. That's stand up, isn't it? That's, that's how it exactly is. Dude, that's exactly like I can't like on the same night you go from and it's rough. I've, I've, I've rough done the exact show, same it is, material. It is rough at two back to back shows, and I, one show you'd think I was speaking a completely different language yeah. in the audience. You did that one relatively recently. When? We did a we did shows where you did the same set twice, and there was just a dramatic different. I don't remember. But yeah, it's 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 a weird. It's, yeah, it that literally makes like it literally like every show is different. One hundred percent. Yeah, that's what I tell people. They're like, "What's comedy? What's doing stand up like?" And I'm like, "That's literally think of extreme cold, extreme hot, and you're just trying." A like, couple of those those special peaks yeah. where you're just like, "This is." There's the very shit. few. They're like right down the middle, oh, just warm dude, and cozy and cool. Yeah. I was talking. The rest I was just, talking about with Alan Ford a few weeks ago. I started off this year just bam. Bam, 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 show, 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 and they're all fucking killer. And then it yeah. was just like, pew. I have like one shitty show, and then it's like, oh, now I'm not even getting booked anymore. What That's happened? how my whole what career started off. Was it was just like that? Like I, I was one of those guys that started off hot, like for an open mic beginner. You know what I mean? Yeah. It went as well as anybody could hope that it would go. Even though the first times, like you're supposed to do four minutes, and I end up with like two minutes and whatever. But I got laughs, right? And within a couple months, they're like, hey, we're going to book you for the showcase. And I'm doing the showcase, and I'm crushing the showcase. And I'm like, and then I stepped out and went and did another open mic at a whole other place. Yep. And just, I mean, yeah. horribly. And then it was literally like a year and a half where I didn't, I probably didn't get a laugh 
a real laugh for like a year and a half. After. That's rough. Yeah, <laughs> that is very rough. Yeah, it it, it in it, part of that you got. I think I feel like you have to travel and get well, uh, stage that's time a, elsewhere. That's a fact. I've been um, one of my one of the open mics I go to. One of my regular places has just been horrible the past month as far as like trying new material yeah. it's just like you you might as well just stay home and talk to them you're, you're doing it in front of five comics and then last week Wait, it was actually great crowd. like uh, applause breaks at open mics yeah, <laughs> you, you know what i mean that's like, right what the fuck? you did you got applause uh, break. like that like this same shit like i'm not doing anything crazy revolutionary here this is the same <laughs> bullshit material i've been trying to get laughs on for weeks and all of a sudden this week it hits. It hits. It's like the lottery. It's yeah. You, just, you can't plan it. It's so, so how weird. do you know if you're good? How do you? What, I well, mean, you guys, I consider of of the people that we hang out with. I mean, I'm not. The, there's a lot of good comics, but you guys are to me really good comedians. That's how like, do you know you're good? You don't because like even if you're good, <laughs> I I judge it by like the what, what I do is when I see other comics. There are some people that, you know, I'm like, that guy's on another fucking level. But as far as most people I go, I'm like, I I feel like I can hang with those dudes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but there are some dudes I see that I'm like, that guy's fucking, he's on another level. Um, so that's, that's, that's just how I judge it is like. A lot of times you'll, you know, that'll happen on one of those nights though where they're just hot. That's the truth. And then you see them later. Yeah. They're human. Yeah. Yeah. You know. But I mean, but really, even if you're good, every indication that you should quit is right in front of your fucking face. You know what I mean? You know, so yeah, it's like that's true. It, 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 it's you're one night away from like the best night of your life or the worst, and you should quit comedy. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. like if, if you look at like when, if you want to break it down and put it on paper, there is zero reason that I should still be doing this. You know. But what then I mean? if you add it up, but over the years there's also like. Fifty percent reason you ch- you can make it Dude, and have so, a Netflix that, special. But that's the thing. But, like, the like, thing. but like, I would like, give up so much for it. That it's it's one of those things where like somebody's going to get paid to do this shit. Might as well be me. Seems like to me the people who make careers out of this are the people that just don't quit doing that it. Just that's true. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, you that's know what I mean? Truth. That's the same advice I gave Anton. Was uh, uh, he's a great comedian? If you just I was like, dude, just just don't stop. Yeah. Just don't fucking stop. You, I mean, you'll make it. Hell, I told him. I, was, I told him. I was like, "Dude, you're you're the youngest of all of us. You you were coming out here before you were even eighteen. Fuck." And it's already way past where I was. Oh yeah, five years in. Six oh, years it is in, seven the years stage in. presence he's got now. Yeah, I, you to put me up on stage at his. No, I mean like, he, but like I said, that's what I told him. I said, "You're going to surpass every one of them. You just don't stop doing it." That's that young. That he's young, and he'll he'll either. Stick with her, he won't. Yeah. I mean, that's all of us, man. It's such a grind. Like, I mean, like you. Every time I see you, it's because one of us drove two hours. Yeah. Well, and that's that's another like. This is also one of those things when you're doing comedy that like, there's no rule that says you have to do it, <laughs> and so people just disappear. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Like, I've seen it a lot. All, all yeah. of a sudden, you realize like, oh, I haven't seen so and so in like a month. Yeah. And they just like. People like some of the funniest people you've ever seen, yeah. and then they just stop doing it. Oh, I I tell you what though, it, it's almost a therapy to me. That's why I keep if doing it, it wasn't for comedy, I wouldn't handle yeah. anything nearly as well as I do. And I wonder if that's what it is. If that's what it takes, it's kind of like you have to do this, you have to have it, or what? I, I think if you stop, it's definitely something. If you stop, you lose the skill. 
Oh, We've yeah. all done that where we take any kind of break and then you come back and you're stuttering over shit. Some of your older bits, you still you're not fucking saying them right. Your timing's off a little bit. It's just something. It's it's you got to constantly. But where would you be as a person? So I had a, a friend of mine ask me. And you guys have have met him before. He's been here for some mics or whatever. And he said to me, he was like, "Do you really love this?" And I was like, "Yeah, I love it with uh, everything yeah. I have." And he was like, "So you mean to tell me if somebody offered you a hundred million dollars to never do comedy again, you wouldn't take it?" And I realized that if I took $100 million, I would be miserable if I never did comedy again. Even if I had, a, you know, I could go I'd wherever. Still I would still, in my oh, head, shit. I would still be, no, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Realistically, no. I would still, in my head, I would still be there. And I would still yearn to be on stage. Man, I would still just, want to be on it. You just have a $100 million set of golden handcuffs at that point. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know? Although I would build a stage at my house and then invite motherfuckers over if I had to pay them to be there. But you couldn't do comedy. You cannot do comedy. No one said I'm funny. <laughs> Just stand on stage. <laughs> yeah, no one something. said you had to be funny to do comedy. I've seen a lot of it. Well, that's that's a fact. If you've ever watched half of the Netflix specials that are out there now. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead and wrap this up. We're all getting eaten alive, and yeah. I think Jeff's trying to uh, wave us off. So... Um, Man, JP, we want to have you. You're going to have to come on again, man. Yeah, for sure. Anytime. And uh, that's our show, man. Thanks for joining us. Thanks. Light me at five. Light me at five. Light me at five.